Uh, my favorite NBA slate of the year. It is the Christmas five game slate. Merry Christmas, everyone out there who is celebrating. Happy holidays. Uh, I am so excited to talk about this slate. If you guys are new, my name is DK. I cover content for NBA and NFL DFS on DraftKings as well as for prize picks. They are the sponsor of the video prize picks. If you guys are not familiar, it is a player prop site where you build two, three, four, five, uh, up to six player props, can win up to 25x your money. All the different sports they have are up top. A lot of different sports, college sports, NFL, NBA, eSports. You can mix and match entries as well. So if you guys want to give it a try, you can use the code DKDFS for 100% match up to $100. I also do make videos giving out some free plays as well. And if you're looking for more in-depth content, you can check out my Patreon link down below. I offer a lot of different packages, prize picks, NBA, DFS, NFL, DFS packages. If you have any questions, you can always let me know in the comment section down below. And uh, yeah, let's get into the video. So quickly, let's recap my lineup here from tonight. So tonight, it looks like it's going to be a good night as long as Phoenix doesn't get blown out, but it's 39 to 20 there. So um, even with the Gobert bust, which are super, super frustrating, I avoided the chalk centers for uh, the Pelicans. I honestly got a bit lucky that they went to Jackson Hayes and uh, chalk JV and chalk Hernan Gomez busted. Um, also got a little bit lucky with the overtime there for the Pelicans with CJ and Trey Murphy. Uh, Noel was fine for value, but RJ Barrett was key. And he was a core play for me. Went for 58 fantasy points at 7% ownership. I went to a contrarian Kevin Love over KJ Martin. I think that was kind of a wash. I think they both, I think they, I think KJ Martin was about 23 as well. There was some very questionable ownership. Martin, I was fine with, but Chalk Taris and did not make much sense to me. Um, and then I have Thomas Bryant in that late game. So right now I'm basically like in the, at the money line and uh, I have a lot more uh, players remaining than a majority of the guys above me. Um, or even below me. So it looks like it'll be a solid night. We'll see how much I can end up winning. If uh, Phoenix gets blown out, then my, I might just sweat a min cash. Um, and uh, yeah, so that is the recap there. Hope you guys had a good night on four, crazy 14-game slate. No games on Saturday. But yeah, again, five games Sunday. It's a sports-filled weekend. We got Christmas Eve, NFL all day. Then we got Christmas, NBA, and we got some NFL games too. So uh, no days off for me. Going to be working on both those days, but let's just get right into the video. Let's quickly, let's take a look at the Vegas odds, see if they have any out uh, yet for these five games, and then we can get into the player-by-player -player breakdown. So it uh, doesn't look like it yet. Um, let's just see. Let's click on NBA. Okay. Might not be out yet, but we'll start off with Philadelphia and New York. And for the Philadelphia side here, the positive is they play their main guys a ton. Uh, let's see if the stats are updated, but like Harden and Embiid played, okay, they're not updated yet, but like Harden played like 42 minutes, I think, tonight, and Embiid played a ton. Um, I think both are solid plays. I think Harden is a little bit easier to get to point per dollar, or just, you know, factoring in salary, I guess I should say, just because, well, number one, he's got shooting guard eligibility. Number two, he's sub 10K, but if you have the salary for Embiid, I have no issue spending up for him. So, have Anderson both Embiid and Harden. I think I slightly prefer Harden to Embiid. Uh, Harris and Melton are kind of just like there for me. These guys are going to play a ton. In competitive game, you're probably going to see like mid-30s minutes from Tobias, probably low to mid-30s for DeAnthony Melton. I don't think either stand out, but both guys can, you know, have ceiling games. It's just not as likely when you have Embiid and Harden healthy. And then really not much else. I have interested. I mean, P.J. Tucker will probably play 25 to 30 minutes. He's 3.4K. You will see some bench run for Niang at 3.3. He'll probably see... Somewhere in the neighborhood of like 15 to 20 minutes. Uh, you'll see Shake Milton play off the bench. He's only 4'4". Um, I think he's an interesting value play. Minutes have kind of fluctuated a bit on him, but I think on average you're probably getting 20, 25 minutes. 
And he's a guy that, you know, decent point per minute. So that's really it. I mean, Philadelphia just runs an extremely tight rotation. So uh, let's move on to the Knicks. And uh, so for the Knicks, another positive here is they're also running their main guys a ton. This has been a change since you saw Obi Toppin go down. You're seeing Randall and RJ Barrett play close to like 40 minutes a game. And it was the reason why I was on Barrett tonight. I don't think I still don't think the field has fully grasped that. That you know the the it's just a different rotation here for the Knicks. So with Randall, Brunson, and Barrett, I think all three look pretty solid. Uh, Randall was nine eight uh, today. Now he's back down to nine point one k. It's the issue is it's not necessarily the best match against Philadelphia. Philadelphia plays relatively slow. So with the the Knicks top three guys, I think none of them are priorities, but. Um, they're all certainly in play on this five-gamer. Mitchell Robinson, I mean, here's the thing. So he's a decent point-per-minute guy. I am extremely worried about potential foul trouble against Embiid, and Mitchell Robinson is always, always in foul trouble. But if he can stay out of foul trouble, he does have a ceiling. If you think Robinson gets in foul tr- trouble, which I think is pretty likely, you can take a shot on a 3.2K Isaiah Hartenstein because if Robinson gets in foul trouble, it's Hartenstein's going to come in and benefit. So he's an interesting GBP play for me at 3.2K. And then the rest of the Knicks, Quentin Grimes should start, should play low 30s minutes. I think he's a certainly viable value. He's got shooting guard, small forward eligibility, so it's kind of easy to get him in your lineup. Manuel quickly, minutes have kind of fluctuated on him. Last game he started, both Grimes back, he moved back to the bench. But he's another guy that's like decent point per minute. If he finds his way into more minutes, he can have a really solid game. So he's always someone I have interest in for tournaments. And then that's really it for the Knicks. Um, I know Cam Reddish re-entered the rotation. I'm not sure if that's going to happen again, but Let's move on to the Lakers and the Mavs. The Lakers, uh, Anthony Davis is going to be out for a while. Uh, LeBron Westbrook should be good to go in this game. And Austin Reeves also was active tonight. So expect everyone to be available except for Anthony Davis. So with the top end Lakers guys, I mean, it's not the best spot against Dallas. Dallas plays slow, but uh, LeBron James without Anthony Davis is obviously a good spend up no matter the matchup, just because usage goes way up, floor goes way up, ceiling goes up. So I have interest in LeBron. It's nice that he has small forward and power forward eligibility. I want to see how many minutes Westbrook plays tonight. That game is just tipping off now. Um, if he plays like 28 minutes at this price point, it wouldn't have as much interest. If he plays like 35 minutes tonight, I would have more interest because he's a guy that's going to come off the bench and be a super high usage player. Kind of just depends on what are the minutes going to look like for him. But he will definitely be the number two offensively. And then Thomas Bryant, I think, is a pretty good play in the mid-range. I expect him to play around 30 minutes, decent point per minute guy. So I like Thomas Bryant. The rest of the value plays are kind of just there for me with Lonnie Walker and Schroeder and Austin Reeves and Patrick Beverly. I think my favorite point per dollar of this group probably would be Austin Reeves. I want to see how many minutes he plays tonight, but he's been playing a good amount. And it's nice he's got shooting guard, small forward eligibility. I think the ceiling's a bit higher on Lonnie and Schroeder, but they're also priced up a little bit. And then that's probably it. I mean, Troy Brown will see rotation minutes. Wenning Gabriel played the backup five last game. I want to keep an eye on that rotation. If he plays the backup five again, then yes, you can take a dart throw on him because him and Thomas Bryant should split the center minutes. So whenever Thomas Bryant is not out there, you'll probably see Wenning Gabriel out there. And he does have the power forward eligibility. So let's move on to the Mavericks. Other thing, though, for the Mavericks, assuming all these guys are still out, they've been running much tighter rotation. Like you're getting pretty big minutes for Dinwiddie, pretty big minutes for Hardaway. Woods minutes have kind of been up and down, but Luca at the top, I mean, it's a great spot. As long as the game stays competitive, I think Luca has a massive ceiling. So uh, it's just a matter of do you feel comfortable with enough value on the slate? If you do, 
I love jamming in Luca. Now, Wood, again, his minutes have been kind of up and down. I think he played like mid-20s minutes again tonight. But if he finds his way in like mid-30s minutes, he does. He is a guy that does have ceilings. He's a good point-per-minute guy. Didn't what he, once again, played a ton. His stats didn't update tonight, but he had a really bad game tonight. But I think he played like 37 minutes. So he's like an intriguing player there in the mid-range. Hardaway Jr., he should see a lot of run as well, assuming these same guys are out. The issue is he's very scoring-dependent. So like if he's not knocking down his shots, he can really hurt you. But... In a game where like he gets hot behind the three-point arc, the ceiling is very, very high. And then, yeah, Powell played the backup five. Again, I want to keep an eye on the status of like Dorian Finney-Smith, Maxi Kleba. So, like, if these guys are all out, I mean, Dallas has just been running a very, very tight rotation. Milwaukee-Boston, probably the game I'm the most excited for on this Christmas slate. Uh, most likely to be an Eastern Conference Finals matchup, or, you know, could be. But, uh, yeah, so Chris Milton's been out the last couple of games. We'll keep an eye on that. If Chris Middleton is out again, then I do think it, it makes Giannis and Drew Holiday look a little bit better. I think it makes the two bigs and Portis and Lopez look a bit better. And the value plays are, you know, we can feel a little bit more confident in guys like Grayson Allen, Pat Connaughton, maybe even a Javon Carter, Joe Ingles. You know, his first couple of games back, he hasn't done much. But um, yeah, they've been starting Bochamp as well uh, in the last couple of games. I mean, he's not the best point for any guy, but he's really cheap at 3.2K. So uh, if Middleton is out, I think Giannis and Drew are, are decent options. Again, Giannis should play 35 to 40 minutes. It's not like the Celtics have been great defensively. Drew Holiday, I don't think he's going to be super popular, but we've seen him put up pretty big games playing alongside Giannis. So he's like an interesting contrarian play for me. Portis is definitely just a tournament-only play. I think he's overpriced. The minutes have ticked down on him recently. And then Brooke Lopez, um, I mean, Biggs have done well against Boston. I think he's just more of a neutral play. Value-wise, Allen, Connaughton, intriguing Grayson Allen probably of the value plays here he's the guy I think that is the highest ceiling if you make his shots Pat Conton should see rotation minutes he's been playing you know 15 to 20 minutes playable again Javon Carter will see rotation minutes um Beauchamp's been starting but been playing like 15 to 20 minutes you probably see a little bit of run for Joe Ingles but there's really nothing I feel good about for Milwaukee value moving on to Boston so Boston will keep on Rob Williams. He did not play in the game on uh, tonight because due to an illness, minutes have been, you know, they've been taking it easy on his minutes. If he's available for Christmas, um, I kind of like him for value because I would assume we get around 20 minutes from him and he's a good point per minute guy. So we'll keep an eye on the Robert Williams news. As far as the top end guys go, Tatum and Brown, I think they're more secondary plays. Both these guys do have a ceiling, but I think they're just priced about right. Marcus Smart at 6'1". We should see mid-30s minutes from him. I think he's a pretty safe play in the mid-range. Horford is going to look better if Rob Williams is out. Um, if Rob Williams is in, another just play I'm just kind of like indifferent about. Brogdon always intrigues me off the bench. The minutes just fluctuate on him, but he's a good point-per-minute guy. I mean, you've seen the last three games, 30, 31, 30 minutes. He's done well, um, you know, DFS-wise. 26, 26, 37 fancy points. So um, his minutes can fluctuate, but is a guy that has a ceiling. Derek White, Grant Williams, eh. Eh, playable because they're cheap, but um, especially if Rob Williams is available, I, I, I'm not super confident in the minutes for Grant Williams. So let's move on. we got two games left, Memphis and Golden State. So Memphis is probably in the best spot here going up against Golden State. The Warriors play no defense. Uh, we'll see who's going to be available for Golden State even too. Um, Desmond Bain, so he came back in the game tonight, and they limited, limited him to about 20 minutes. So um, I would assume, even if he's available on Christmas, that he's still going to be out of limitation. So I can't play Desmond Bain. But assuming Bain's available, Jaw's a little bit tough to prioritize because when Bain's back, it definitely hurts his usage. 
Uh, but it's still a really, really good matchup. So I, I still have interest in my boy John Morant, but if Bane plays, it's not going to make him look as good. Triple J and Brooks are two guys that do have ceilings, but they're more tournament plays. Jaron Jackson's minutes have not been great, and he's also prone to foul trouble, but he is a guy that can go get you five, six, seven blocks in that time. Brooks, pretty score independent, also prone to foul trouble, but when he gets it going, he's not afraid uh, to, to shoot more. I think Tyus Jones is very overpriced with John Moran available. Steven Adams should start, should play 25 to 30 minutes. I think he's a pretty safe value play. Brandon Clark's going to back him up. If you think something happens to Adams, if Adams is in foul trouble, you can take a shot on Clark, another good point per minute guy. The value is not really there for me. I mean, Aldama and Conchar will see rotation minutes. You might see a little bit of Roddy or Zaire Williams, but this team's getting, they're basically fully healthy now with uh, Bain back. I move on to Golden State. So, we know Steph Curry's back. Klay Thompson should be available. He was just out due to injury management. Wiggins and DiVincenzo both practiced, so I'm expecting these guys to play. Wiggins has been out for a while. DiVincenzo, I think, only missed one game. So if Wiggins plays, I assume he's going to be on some sort of a limitation. But as far as the top guys go for Golden State, I like Poole and I like Clay. I mean, I know Poole's been bad last couple of games, but he is the guy that you know will lead this offense with Steph Curry out. He is the guy with the highest ceiling, so... I do like his upside for tournaments. Klay Thompson, relatively scoring dependent, um, hasn't been great recently, but I think that should keep his ownership low. Um, do have interest in him for tournaments. I don't think I can get to Wiggins unless we hear that he's not on a limit. Dante DiVincenzo, 6'4". Um, you know, I'm expecting pretty big minutes from him. Like, I think the starting lineup, well, I guess never mind. If Wiggins plays, the most likely starting lineup would be Poole, Clay. Wiggins, Draymond, and Looney. So if Wiggins is available, DiVincenzo should move to the bench, and then he's unplayable. If Wiggins is out, then I think DiVincenzo's in consideration at that price. I do like Draymond, assuming he can stay out of foul trouble. Um, in competitive games, we've seen you know 30-plus minutes from him. The only issue is there haven't been a lot of competitive games recently. They got killed the last two games. But if this game stays close, I think Draymond makes for one of the better point-per-dollar plays in the mid-range Looney kind of just there, like he's up and down. Um, I think I prefer Draymond at some price point. Also, Draymond has power forward eligibility, so it's a bit easier to get to. And then everyone else kind of just too pricey. Kaminga's too pricey coming off the bench. Moody, if DiVincenzo and Wiggins are back, can't do it. So, um, yeah, also keep an eye on Jermichael Green. Um, if he's not available, Wiseman could get the backup five run. He had a really good game last game, but that was in a blowout. And final game here, we got Phoenix and we got Denver. Phoenix, it'll be important to keep an eye on the news of Devin Booker. He's missed the last couple of games. He missed the game tonight as well. Um, if Booker's out, I mean, you should get big minutes for Paul, a usage bump. Uh, Aiton and Bridges would look a little bit better. Um, Craig, Shamit started the game tonight, so I would assume he starts again. And then, um, so yeah, everyone will look a bit better if Booker is out. If Booker's in, then there's really not a ton, I think, that stands out for me on Phoenix. Um, I think Booker himself, assuming no limitations, would probably be my favorite play. But yeah, if he's out, I think Chris Paul's a pretty decent option here. Denver's defense has not been great. Again, he gets his he gets a usage bump. I'm hoping they can keep it competitive tonight for the sake of my lineup. But I do like Chris Paul if there's no Devin Booker. Aiton and Bridges do get a bit of a bump as well. Both are certainly uh, decent options there in the mid-range. Value-wise, Torrey Craig feels priced about right, but in a competitive game, he should play around 30 minutes. Shamit, assuming he starts again, I think plays you know somewhere in the neighborhood of 25 to 30 minutes. Off the bench, um, you, you haven't seen... So I was watching the game before I made this video. You didn't see Damian Lee yet in the rotation. I saw it was Dwayne Washington, Okoji, Biombo, and Sarich off the bench. So we'll see if Damian Lee even plays. But if they're going to run that bench rotation, then 
you know, guys like a Koji and Dwayne Washington are at least interesting, in my opinion. 4.3K for a Koji. If the game blows out, I mean, he's been playing well off the bench. And if Dwayne Washington's going to play over Damian Lee as that backup guard um, at 3.2K, he could be someone you could use if you're going for that more stars and scrubs build to like jam in like a Luca or something, someone. Yeah, maybe you can take a shot on Dwayne Washington if he, in fact, is going to play that backup uh, guard role. All right, and then finally, Denver. So Denver looks like everyone now is healthy. Nikola Jokic, 12K. I mean, I don't care about the matchup. Jokic is always, always a good play. He's gone for 80, 82, and 95 in three of the last five games. So the ceiling's massive on Jokic. The question is, is there enough value? And like at the moment, at least right now, there's not a lot of like great value, in my opinion. So it might be tough to get to some of those spend-ups. But like I said, if you feel really good about one or two like really cheap guys, Go ahead, get to a Luka or get to a Jokic, get to a Giannis, right? There's a lot of star power. Get to an Embiid, a lot of star power on the slate. Jamal Murray, he's a guy that's like up and down, um, but the ceiling is, you know, 35, 40 plus for Murray. So a viable tournament play. I think Aaron Gordon's a relatively safe play. The issue I have is the price is slowly ticked up. He was in that like high five, low 6K range. Now he's at 6.7K, but he should play around 30 minutes. MPJ. I want to see how many minutes he's going to play tonight. So, like, Denver, they said he's going to be on a limit, but MPJ himself said he's not going to be on a limit. So, we'll see. Um, the rest of Denver, I mean, Bruce Brown will shift back to the bench with MPJ available, so he is a bit overpriced. Bones Highland becomes riskier, too. Uh, his minutes have ticked down in general, but he is a guy that if he plays well, he could get extended. So, playable in tournaments, but minutes are definitely not secure. Value-wise, I don't hate KCP. There's not a lot of great value I feel really good about, but KCP will be in the rotation, will start, probably play around 30 minutes. The downside of KCP is he's scoring dependent. He's a 3 and D guy, so if he doesn't make his shots, he can definitely hurt you. And then, yeah, you probably do see a little bit of run for like guys like Christian Brown and Jeff Green off the bench, um, but don't know if it would be enough for me to get to him. I guess if I had to pick one of these really cheap guys, it would be Jeff Green. I think he plays, you know, 15 to 20 minutes off the bench. Uh, but, yeah, guys, so that is going to wrap up the video. Like I said, I can't wait for this slate. Um, who's going to be the Grinch, though? Who is going to ruin Christmas for us? Let me know in the comment section down below. Is it going to be one of those spend-ups? Is it going to be a value play that's going to be popular? Who is going to be the Grinch? I know... Was it last year or two years ago? It was Tyler Hero, um, for me at least. I think it was Drogic had like a massive game when he was still. I think it was two years ago. But yeah, let me know who's going to be the Grinch and ruin Christmas for you on this NBA DFS slate. But I really do appreciate you guys' support as always. I just make sure to like, subscribe, hit the notification bell, enjoy the holidays, and I'll see you guys in the next video.